Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Joan and the Savvy Podcaster. Episode 5, Casting and People Wrangling. My name is Sailor Billings, and I created the audio sitcom The Ark of Joan. But this next 10-part series is dedicated to creating and producing audio drama podcasts like The Ark of Joan. It's really for independent podcast producers who don't really have the help of a media conglomerate. The blog associated with this podcast is located at thearcofjoan.blogspot.com. That's the arc, as in a rainbow, A-R-C, of joan.blogspot.com. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about casting the actors. Well, depending on how you intend to record the podcast plays a huge role in your casting. Uh, Do you intend on going old school and recording in a theater or a studio with all the actors standing around playing their parts, which is cool? I actually would love to do that with a studio audience someday. I think recording that way is more along the lines of casting a live action play, but that's not really what we're covering here. What we're covering is remote recording. At the time of this writing, we are yet again in another midst of a COVID wave raging around the world, and a lot of us might be recording remotely for a while, which is cool too because you can actually get people from around the world together and record over like a computer meeting. Uh, The most known one, I think, is Zoom. Uh, But look around and see what meets your needs and what works best with your budget. Doing it over a Zoom-type call can preserve some of the extra je ne sais quoi you get when the actors are reacting to one another in person. The other way, and probably the easiest as far as scheduling, is just to have the actors record remotely from the, you know, closet. I mean, excuse me, home studio. But you know what? I would do at least one read-through with everybody together live or like in a Zoom-type call. Doing this will help with answering any questions the actors have on the outset of the production. 
So I could start off with giving you the same ideas about casting your podcast that are in all the other websites about how to produce a podcast, like asking the local amateur theater groups, your family, your friends, which is all great ideas. Because every time I start a new podcast, everyone scatters like I've asked them to clear the dishes after dinner. Or here's a thought. If you are someone who wants to break into voice acting, you might want to introduce yourself to some audio fiction podcasters. You know, do you have the three R's that the podcasters are looking for? Are you reliable, reasonable, and remote, as in you can record remotely? It really doesn't always matter that you can do a Glaswegian and American Southeastern and a Boston accent. Find some audio podcasts that you like and that you listen to regularly and just open a dialogue with the producer. Don't send an mp3 file without introducing yourself first, though. Just send an email saying you like their other podcast, and can you send them an mp3 file so that they can hear your voice? But then put together an audio mp3 file with something very easy. Hi, sailor. My name is Beth, and I'm a fan of your show, Betty's Day Out. I live in Ottawa, and I have this type of recording equipment, which I am recording on now, so I can record remotely. I work in an office 9 to 5, but I also have plenty of time on the weekends um, and in the evenings to record. Uh, And if you have any spots open in the future or shows, I'd love to be part of it. Here's my contact information. If you have any auditions coming up, blah, blah, blah. Just tell the producer in exchange for your work, you'd like some clips of your sides to help make a voiceover audition tape. And producers, this goes for you too. You can say, hi, Beth, this is Sailor from Betty's Day Out and Ark of Joan. I just heard you on Yada Yada. I'd really like to have you play a part in my upcoming show. It's a small but essential role. We were recording the show remotely, so it would be essential you have your own microphone and computer. And as compensation, I have some beans and a $10 Amazon card. (laughs) (laughs) but I can help you put together a voiceover file for yourself and pull out all your sides in the over the finished show if you're at all interested please contact me next week sometime and I'll send over the script here's my info you know but there are a couple of do's and don'ts with this if you are reaching out to an actor for a show and unless this is for a paid role do not ask them to audition. You either want them or you don't. You just need to know if they can record remotely. And you know what? Doing that doesn't leave the actor thinking, oh boy, I just got an audition. Mostly they just walk away thinking, hang on, you reached out to me to do this recording audition work for a possible chance to do a show I have no idea about for some dried beans and an Amazon card? No, thank you. I put in reasonable in the three R's because when you're sending files back and forth with five different actors and the actors are sending files back and forth remotely, it is possible that somewhere you or the actor is going to miss something. It is completely reasonable that it could happen. Or, you know, for whatever reason, the actress Kelly in scene three, her file got corrupted. Uh, Now you have to email Kelly or text her and you hope she's not annoyed. I mean, stupid stuff like that happens all the time. You just got to roll with it. And the thing about working with people and asking them to contribute to your show, and the minute you invite them, you become on their schedule in a lot of ways. So when you set deadlines for getting their recordings to you by Wednesday, you know, a great collaborator will send it to your inbox the prior Friday morning. 
you know, a good collaborator will send it on Wednesday sometime. And then there's always that person who says, oh, you meant this Wednesday. Or they'll ghost you to Friday night after the Wednesday deadline and say, sorry, I'm late. I'm an awful person. Don't hate me. Wink, wink. And that last one is exactly one of the reasons why you need to work a month ahead of time if you're working remotely. When you record remotely, the communication between you and the actors is absolutely essential. Try to make it a really good habit when you get an email from the actor, even if you can't like answer them right away, just acknowledge that you got the email and that you're going to get back to them as soon as you get back to your desk or computer or whatever. I work regularly with someone who didn't get her recordings in on time which was very weird because she's a great collaborator. And when I reached out to her with texting and emails, I didn't hear back from her. And my first thought was, "Uh uh-oh, something is definitely wrong. And unfortunately, I was right. Uh, She had had a sudden death in her family, and it was awful. And I wasn't sure if it would even be appropriate for her to go on. But, you know, I finally got a hold of her and we talked for a little while and I asked her what I could do for her. First off, is there anything at all? Um, But, and I said, if you don't want to go on, it's totally cool. I get it. But she didn't want to leave the show. So I worked around her as long as I could. And we got the show in by the deadline. I mean, honestly, I would not have blamed her for dropping out at all. And Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. She's because she's such a great collaborator. So you just, in a lot of ways, you just have to compromise. 
You know that race game when you were kids where you had to tie your legs together and one of you always ends up dragging the other one across the finish line? That's a very good metaphor for collaborations. Eventually, one of us is going to have to drag the other one across the finish line. You know, some actors want to chat about every episode because they've got questions or ideas. And as the creator and the producer, you need to make time for them. The more comfortable your actors are with you and your reactions to their acting, the better their acting is going to come across. And when you get entangled with somebody that's the, oh, you meant this Wednesday person, just do that smile and nod your head while you're backing away slowly. There's nothing that you can do and you are not going to change them. Just find a good place to stop using that character. Say thank you for your work and in the collaboration. The fact that they continue to ignore your deadline and if they constantly record in a tiled bathroom after you've asked them to please find somewhere quieter to record, that's them telling you they don't care about your stupid podcast. Don't fight or frustrate yourself or talk about them to the other cast members about what a pain they are. Do not do that. Just end it in the friendliest way possible and keep moving forward. Change the character's name, write a replacement character, or just simply replace them. Juggling people is so hard no matter what, but this is your show, but it's populated by people. So you need to find ways to collaborate and juggle and whatever you need to do to serve the story and keep moving forward. If in the near or distant future you end up covering your costs of the show you wrote, produced, and edited yourself and it makes $5 or $5,000, you must share this with everyone who worked on your show the actors and or musicians especially. I'm not an entertainment or copyright lawyer or even a union rep, or anything of that nature. So if you feel like you might need to seek that type of advice, please do. But I can say two things. One, pay yourself last. And second, you must be open and honest with everyone who works on your show. What you are asking of them, who has the royalty rights to the show, and what you can offer in return for their labors. If you clear literally $5 in royalties, and you've had seven actors in 12 episodes, three people who were in 12 episodes, two people who were in four of those episodes, and two people who were in one episode, then you have a math problem to figure out. Do you need to draw up legally binding contracts or release statements? Eh, maybe not. Maybe so. Depends on who's acting in your show. But I would make sure that everybody gets the same information regarding the compensation and your intentions for the show. Like in an email to everybody. Just make sure everybody is on the same page as you. An email that even just says thank you to everybody who's worked on, you know, contributes to Betty's Day Out. None of us are getting paid and your time is precious to me. Uh, I'm going to make the show available for free downloads to as many podcatchers as I can and I will try to sell ads on the show. And if we get more than, you know, 300,000 downloads, I will be compensating everybody through shares of the show. If you are easy to work with, and by that I mean you show your appreciation by saying thank you and treat everybody with respect and be reliable and reasonable in return, then really that's half your battle. Give them really good feedback on their acting or give them actionable feedback. And what I mean by that is saying, hey, actor, this take you gave me is really great. On the next one, can you move back away from the microphone a little bit so it sounds like you're standing behind everyone? 
Um, and if you are 3,000 miles from some other actors, you know, send them a funny meme of you laughing at your computer on one of the lines they delivered. Um, because The Ark of Joan is a comedy. At the end of the shows, I started tagging uh, the actors' outtakes and bloopers, and I put it at the end of the show, and it became a funny thing, kind of like an inside joke I had with the other actors. And uh, some of the people who were listening cottoned on to what I was doing, and they loved it. It was great. I got some good feedback from that. In the publishing phase, the cast is still going to be with you, whether through their social media, and they post pictures of themselves in their recording areas, or sending you their bio for their show notes, you'll be on the hook to send them their files back with their sides. So definitely hold up your end of the bargain. So as far as casting your show for remote recording, you can absolutely take the route of family and friends, or you can reach out to people whose work you've enjoyed, however far away, and you can even hire a whole crew if you've got the funds. But in the end, whoever you get on board needs to serve the story. And your role as captain of this ship is to keep moving them through the pre-production casting and the read-throughs, the recording, and the publishing. So, that's it for now. Next week's episode is going to go through all the technical aspects of putting a show together, including the hardware, the software, and the sound effect elements. And if you haven't been told yet today, I hope you have a great rest of your day. This series was created by Billy Bat Productions using helpful resources from Audacity, freesound.org, freemusicarchive.org, and the music is from John Bartman at johnbartman.com or johnbartman.fma.org. For links to these sites in our blog, please see our show notes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.